0: oh we're going okay
1: good we're just then i'll get right into it ladies and gentlemen i hope you love sleepy sleepy podcasts because we are in rare form we are in we are in rare form this is maybe the most sleep deprived i've been during a recording since uh we did that episode where i talked about where i fed we, we ate uh this is what you're getting, ladies and gentlemen. Where you, this- was
0: it where you put the Kit Kat in the coffee?
1: No, Popeye's. When we ate Popeye's on Mike and I'd driven here and I hadn't slept.
0: I don't even remember. That. It's one of the <laughs> earliest episodes.
1: It's like wow. either it's
0: it's it was in that day one fans will love. This it was the back.
1: first time I had driven back to New Orleans after uh, we would recorded that original slate before I moved. Um, and remember I drove here and then Clark did a dream analysis on me. Uh, I really, you don't remember this, this, this sounds awesome,
0: but we, no, I, I don't remember. It was, uh,
1: it was, I, th- I think it was a ginger rat in the grid. Hen. I talked about how I eat my French fries, like a clamp. Oh, you know, I remember that.
0: I remember that.
1: Anyway, I just remember being really sleep deprived. Uh, Hey man, look, I might've been asleep. I, I had a Cause I don't headache. even remember it. Uh, anyway, so. Anyway, Grant has not slept really at all. Uh, I slept because of fucking dumbass, stupid ass spring forward. Whoa. My ass. Okay. Uh, okay. I slept about two and a half hours. Um, Wait, did daylight saving time happen? Yes. That's when it was today. That's why I laid down at one fifty-five and looked at the clock, and it was suddenly three. They skipped 2 a.m. Um, so last night, I went out. Uh, I, have a, I have a fun story. Sorry. Let me start
0: with a fun story. Uh, well, hold on. First, this is Bonafide Tastemakers.
1: Uh, you want to? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we should back. do this. Yeah, should we should say do this real, real quick. <laughs> uh, they are names. <clears throat> all right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Bonafide, Bonafide Tastemakers. Tastemakers. I'm Danny. I'm Grant. And this is another episode of the Kino Corral. Corral. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, like uh, the poos on the podcast, the like, cute little Winnie.
1: This actually relates. I'm going so to tie this back into my story. I'm going to tie this <laughs> back into my story. All right. So, okay. Last night, I Do went to. you see to, a Heffalump? No. Don't answer that. Just keep going. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> you last, wish. Last night, I went out to a, listen, the, I'm I'm I, listening. being a white guy who hosts a movie podcast, this mm-hmm. may not telegraph. I really <laughs> like dancing. Uh (laughs) I I'm not good at it. That part definitely telegraphs, but I do enjoy it. Uh last night I went out to a dance bar, not quite like a club, dance bar, Mm -hmm. I guess. Uh Dance Bar and Grill. Dance, dance, bar and grill. Um Dance, dance, bar and grill. (laughs) Lady Day at the (laughs) dance bar and grill. Uh and the thing about like being like a like a dude going to a dance bar alone. Is
0: it like Bella's? You ever been a dude going to a dance been a dude bar alone? A dance
1: bar alone. I have, and the thing is that I and it's not great. You get to lead so, all night long, not unfairly so. Everybody assumes you have come to find a random woman to grind on. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. not my vibe. Um, mm-hmm. now girls, if you want to say hello to me at the bar, I'm not gonna say no. Um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> if you see me, if you see me at the bar, and you're like, hey. I love your podcast. I'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Are you and the guy that comes away. in
0: a little hot on the mic?
1: Yeah. Ooh, this little this little hot comer. Uh, <laughs> hey, buy me a drink. Buy me a drink first. Yeah. You can afford it. You have item. a podcast. Uh, so I was there, and basically a, a girl came up to speak to me and was like, "Do you want to dance?" And I was like, "Uh, sure." Uh, and then immediately her friend pulled her away, and I was like, "That was a weird <clears> interaction." Um, and then I realized what had happened was that I was like, "Oh, she's probably drinking or whatever." She was not drinking; she was fucking rolling, and I was like, "Oh!" Nice. And her friend was just trying to get her the fuck home, and she kept walking up to random people, being like, "Do you want to dance?" Um, okay. So one, this, this two guys were kind of like being uncouth and unsavory about it, and were like, "No, uh-huh. no, stay here," and like the friend tried to pull her away, and they're like. Grabbed her hand and it was uh weird. She tear in half, yeah. She split in Solomon half. Solomon like say Solomon's they had to baby. cut her in half. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Wow, it's uh, crazy.
0: He was at the dance bar and grill. Solomon has never but, come to this dance bar with me. By the way, I, I'm gonna get him there. Um, it's kind of so, crazy that once he stopped doing the podcast, he became an Old Testament king. That's I thought, something interesting I that's that, why that why I've got noticed. him
1: on the podcast. I thought that we that's liked that story so much because we were such a big fan of him. I like that he had... I believe he liked gold a lot. I think he had a library. Does Solomon like gold? Let's text see. Him. Yeah, I'll text Solomon. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so the girl finally like, yanks her friend away, and uh, these two guys are like... one. They like try to follow her out there, and I mm-hmm. am not trying to play hero ball, but what I did was I just positioned myself dancing very annoyingly in front of him in this very packed bar, so they couldn't like follow her, and I was like, "Whatever." It was
0: some defensive dancing. Happening. Yeah,
1: some some well, I would say more uh, um, interference. I was running interference, uh, and so I was like, "Whatever." Problem solved. D- diverted. So anyway, kind of a hero. Fast forward, I am sort of a hero. <clears throat> fast forward to like they kick everybody out of the bar, mm-hmm. and because uh, of it's closing or whatever, and like this this place I go to sometimes is like a weird public square it's in chinatown and it's like a weird public square right out front and they just sort of push everybody out and like everybody is calling ubers last minute and so it's just Uh like this weird mass of people that develops at like 145 but they just all are sitting out there and next to the bar is a children's playground with a winnie the pooh carousel now that that's pretty cool So this guy is, and like, it's not uncommon. Dudes go get drunk and we'll spin in the carousel. And I was like, all right, cool. So this guy gets really like drunk and he's like, this is the same guy from earlier who was like, talk, tried grabbing this girl and he's spinning in the carousel. And then he like walks up to this area where I was standing. And just prior to this, some girl had walked up to me. I'm like sitting sort of like on a low wall. And she's like, I sit next to you. I'm just waiting on my boyfriend. He's inside. I was the like, low
0: wall of Chinatown? The low wall
1: of Chinatown. Oh. Uh, yes. The, the low. Oh, I, I see what you did. <laughs> yeah. See, I took did you, a second. Did you get a picture? No, but I'm I, on my I'll a go game. back and take a picture. I'll go back and take a picture. Please. I'll tweet it. I'll be like, hey, this we will go wall. together. This we'll was podcast the from the, the, the low wall of Chinatown. I, I made it. I should have a friend take a picture of me next to the wall and be like, guys, this is the low wall of Chinatown.
0: No, we're going to podcast there and talk about the water drought. Weekend,
1: can, we can podcast. That's apparently that's where Jesse told me they filmed part of the Big Sleep was like right
0: around the corner. Wow, um, that right now that sounds like the best movie ever.
1: Best. I know, right?
0: Uh, um, is that a fantasy I, movie? Big Sleep.
1: Yeah, that's like a that.
0: That sounds perfect to me right now. That sounds like a dream. The, the Big Sleep. Okay. What? what?
1: No, I don't know. I don't what? Know what is it? Dude? What's your fucking Why deal, am I dude? Still so loud. Uh, so anyway long story short this guy Uh I say long story short it's already a long story Uh, this this girl comes up to me and is like I'm waiting on my boyfriend this feels like those jokes Eric was telling us that one day yes it does Uh, and (laughs) I was sure we were talking this guy the drunk guy from before comes up to this girl and he's like hey girl can I like you know what you you doing after this and everybody's like looking like oh the well, it's daylight savings it's almost it's about to be three in the morning we're all gonna go home and sleep
0: mm-hmm. um you guys didn't want to have your daylight savings time kiss no and also stroke of when they skip 2 a.m that would honestly have been a such a great start
1: if he was like listen if you kiss me right when the clock strikes daylight savings switch you actually get a wish i'd be like all right i'll consider it and he was all like right. I, I wouldn't i'm not talking to you and i'd be like yeah but Everybody, everybody gets a free wish, right? Uh, well, I'll kiss it. Well, oh, you get a
0: free thing from Wish. Oh,
1: I get a free order from Wish.
0: Yeah, uh, pretty cool. Stuff. That's cool. That's um, yeah, really cool. A lot of great items, guys. A lot of great this, there. This, this actually this week's wish. episode uh, is sponsored by Wish. Uh, you're gonna hear about that from Adlar later.
1: Oh. Okay. All right. Well, I, later. Kiss me later. If it's true. He's, he's, he's gonna <laughs> come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, sh- wait what <laughs> the stroke of 2 a.m
0: it's, it's interesting I love you, a you separated that stroke. word okay i don't like how horny you've got uh and your time away
1: from which her. this guy is clearly horny trying to pick up this girl and uh yes. Are you so sure she, wasn't adler if he was adler i would have found this way more funny uh <laughs> okay all right. But so he's like, he just is saying like, yeah, yeah come on. I'm like, you know, let's go. And she's like, no, nah, I'm waiting on my guy. He's in the bathroom. And uh, he my goes, guy. he goes, you don't you don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> OK, all right, man. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what a what a great strategy to just be like, you don't have a boyfriend. You're a liar. And he literally goes, she's lying to me. She's and he looks at me like I'm going to back him up. Also, as if I know anything, I just met these people twenty seconds ago, and mm-hmm. he's like, "I know when people are lying to me, man." I'm looking in her eyes; she ain't got a Dude, boyfriend. She ain't got a was boyfriend. Was it Tim Roth? Was this Tim yeah, Roth? Was, yes, it was Tim Roth. So now it's in In character. Continue, are they
0: doing a Lie to Me reboot? Continue. Continue reality. this.
1: Continue this story like it's Tim Roth. So he's mm-hmm. in your head doing the Southern accent. Imagine is it's really, Tim Roth. You got uh, that. The guy actually was like. Do had like like a Latino, Los Angeles like a Chicano accent, but I I don't want to mm. do it because I can't do one of those well. Uh so he's like, yeah, come on, like you know, y- you're lying to me. You don't have a boyfriend. You don't have a boyfriend. And uh and and she's like, what are you talking? Yes, I do. He's in the bathroom, and uh, the, he's like, just be honest with me. Hey, look, just be honest with me. If you're not interested, just say that. <laughs> and she goes, oh. okay, I'm not interested. And he's like, all you got to do is be honest with me. All you have to do is be honest with me. And I was like, dude, she just was. She just said she's not interested. And then he looks at me, and he looks, I shit you not, he looks around like a like a fucking Kingdom Hearts character animation. He looks over both shoulders.
0: Because he was looking for his keyblade. He was ready to beat the shit out yeah, of And He just goes, whoa, whoa things
1: got really weird right now (laughs) (laughs) and and like i'm like looking at the girls i'm like what and i was like what's what and he's like things bro things are getting really weird you gotta calm down (laughs) and i was like Mm. yeah i agree things are this is this whole thing's really weird let's just cut it out and he's like bro you Whoa, gotta, you, hit him with you the, gotta calm down, DJ and, Tanner. And then he starts walking backward away from me, and he goes, hmm, "I'll fuck you up, bro." Don't think I won't fuck you up. As he's walking away from me, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." And then he's like, "Yeah, bro, I will. I'm gonna. I will fuck you up." As he's walking, I will fuck you. He's walking backward, and he finally turns around and just sits back in the Winnie the Pooh carousel. <laughs> Like he had to take a beat. And then just stays there and doesn't speak to us.
0: That was good. That probably was the best case scenario. And
1: then maybe 30 seconds later, the girl's boyfriend just walks out and is like, hey, who are, who's this guy? What did I miss? And then they were like, some guy wanted to fight him because he thought you weren't real. <laughs> and
0: the boyfriend's like, what? <laughs> Only in Hollywood, guys. This
1: is in Chinatown, not in Hollywood. But well know your neighborhoods, Grant. We gotta go to all these neighborhoods when you come. I just
0: assume I forget that Hollywood is a neighborhood of just Los Angeles is
1: just Hollywood. Oh yeah, baby. They're two different things. So why did you stay? I so that's my ten minute story. Why did you not uh why did you not go to sleep?
0: I don't know, man. It's good. Okay. But it's been a really fun thing all week. I'm calling it the spice of life. Mm-mm. Mm. 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 Oh, cool. it's actually one of those like really cool things about me. I'm not like other guys, mm. I don't sleep even that, when that, I really that, want to. I i just thought again about that, that hinge message I got. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, I would be thinking that would keep me awake. I, I wouldn't be able to sleep just if I got that message. I uh,
1: when Grant <laughs> said he got red, I got I got I got smoked on Hinge, yeah. uh, I, not even by a out. smoke show. <laughs> I buy it by. Yeah, by somebody who's far more attractive than me, and it was frankly embarrassing. Uh, but you know what? Props, I, felt,
0: I, I felt bad. Yeah, Props to Dane for even
1: sharing the, hey, props <laughs> the to her. Shots. But the thing is, props to her for just knowing it. She yeah. said, I get it, you're not <laughs> like I other... Quote. I get it, you're not like <laughs> other boys. You like City Pop, Emo Bands, and Newgrounds animations. And I was like, alright. Um, you know How
0: what? quickly did she read you
1: like that. it it i think i like had put up something on hinge about like i don't know i like early internet stuff and like indie rock and she oh, no. and, <laughs> and and because it was like what's a weird thing i don't know hinge sucks anyway but uh, but i will say oh. the the hinge pr- cringe the pr- cringe yeah and yeah. i eight cringe the app meant to be deleted uh so that's all just just it yay hey, she she surgically destroyed me, and I was like, why did you match with me just to send me that? But I would, too. Congrats.
0: Okay, so that's how some people get their kicks, man. On Route 66? On well, uh, Route 66, yeah. She was actually driving and texting, and that was really irresponsible. And she actually and,
1: didn't message me back any of the nine times I messaged her just because she died. That's, that's all <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah that's, that's, yeah she died tragically in an accident on route 66 and she also, also 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 she's lightning mcqueen uh she's and that was the worst part that was the worst part was i got that was roasted part, by that lightning she was a race McQueen. car yeah was <laughs> race good chow yeah good thing it wasn't a racist car I, I don't fuck with those that would be
0: bad that would have been bad uh, all right, uh you like you like tony shalhoub in those movies
1: i like tony shalhoub
0: yeah no he's one of the one of the greats, one of the old
1: timers. Just like he's, we he's, love you, Tony. Any come time on, he's on screen. I'm like, I love this guy.
0: I love this guy, Tony. Come on, we'll talk. Uh, talk snake out of comp.
1: I remember, I don't even remember the name of the movie. There was some weird movie that was on sci fi at like two in the morning about like a future society. And I was like, mm-hmm. This movie sucks. This movie sucks. Why am I watching this? And then Tony Shalouf showed up for like two
0: minutes. I was like, I gotta watch the rest of this movie. Was he in the rest of the movie or was this he showed up a couple minutes? times? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta love that. You gotta movie. love even if it's brief just a, a little, little a little brief shalhoub you know Yeah, i love yeah i love the shalhoub up
1: you know shalhoub brief uh i believe is the new
0: james a mitchner novel yeah man like pelican brief but it's about to yeah, be uh okay pelican brief man that's i like that but i saw a sleep i haven't either uh Okay, okay. I've heard it's more Wait, like the Pelican, talk, uh, the Pelican Long. Let's talk about movie? movies. That's not brief. Let's talk about That's brief. movies. It's like at least two hours. Let's, speaking of movies, let's we're talk about movies. movies. We're talking all about movies. We're talking about movies. I'm trying to tell you a hilarious do you, joke. Do
1: you, want, do you want to start with the movies you've watched since January
0: 30th, or should I? Oh, January 30th? We got a lot of things to talk about since then. Well, we're
1: going to keep it kind of tight, all right? Let's, let's keep, keep it high it, and keep it tight. Let's try to be done by 10.
0: I don't have... Look, I... I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm more than fine. With so just just pick and choose. I'd right love now. That. There's a few that you want to talk about. Would.
1: I would. I would love that. Yes, I would fucking love that. That's yeah. I ask. I don't have
0: that many. I haven't been watching movies as much movies as I uh, am infamous for doing. Okay. Uh, but uh, I mean, look, it just depends on where we want to start. Do we want to start with me? I'll start. Do we want to start with? I'll start
1: because I actually right. have one I do want to talk about. Uh, Let's do it briefly watch the big short yeah that pelican briefly. that pelican briefly watch the big short yeah that movie's great i don't understand why that movie's just fucking phenomenal
0: um andy loves it i'm probably just going to keep my mouth shut on adam mckay we've heard enough of my takes on adam mckay uh i just don't understand why his movies gotten worse since then that's all <laughs> it's like this is you should just He's do just this fucking, again i know uh, i know
1: i haven't watched the new lakers thing though so I, i'll probably give it a shot uh so i've been on a mm, Oh, I I don't think I talked about Jackass Forever, have I?
0: Uh, Let, let's start with Jackass. Uh, pro, I don't think so.
1: Jackass Forever is a phenomenal movie, and it's not, no longer in theaters, but hopefully you got the chance to see it in theaters. If you didn't, make sure you watch it with people. Jackass by itself is very lame and very boring. I mean, like, not by itself, sorry, by yourself. I feel like it's not nearly, I feel like most comedies are like that, but but eh. definitely watch jackass with your friends i could not like i was scream laughing in the fucking theater i it was the most fun i've had in the theater in like probably a decade uh wow so that movie is great uh the new cast members all do stuff that totally amps up everything like you would think it's just a bunch of old guys hurting themselves but like Johnny Knoxville doesn't even do that much in this movie um there's some behind the scenes reasons for that besides just him being old but like Mm -hmm. but like they have like Jasper from uh Odd Future Odd Future is in there and then Mm -hmm. uh they have a couple like Instagram stunt dudes like poopies and stuff where it's like oh this is like weird I guess they like just grabbed him off the internet but they all do a really good job you
0: actually got they got them all on Fiverr
1: oh really that's great i, yeah. I actually hired you off fiverr for something so look fiverr, him if he's great wants to do some stunts guys fiverr
0: is actually sponsoring this week's episode adlar is going to come on in a little and bit they and they paid us five dollars for the ad yeah <laughs> that was the best part is that yeah they paid us their they said, rates yeah they, yeah exactly
1: <laughs> you, we get paid your rates uh
0: it's like no we'll give you a fiverr to talk i never
1: about i never did a i never showed you i did get at one point i was I was a little too drunk and I went on uh Fiverr and I ordered a Champagne Bobby t shirt
0: design. That that sounds awesome.
1: I think I yeah. I gotta send that to you eventually. It's somewhere in my in my uh computer, but uh it it honestly came out very good. You know, I was I'm like, excited. Furious. Look a lot
0: of great, lot of great overqualified artists mm. doing great work on fiber for way less money than they probably should be. Oh, asking
1: absolutely. For. Um
0: but you gotta love the hustle. There's a guy that does slide guitar stuff that lives in Europe. That uh, me, me, and other people love contracting work out too. He'll do. It's just great. He's just amazing. A I'm lot trying, of great people. My my scheme Some is of the is greatest I, people.
1: I wanna I wanna try. saw so I, I I've bought a bunch of antique. Uh, um, what is it? Uh, uh, thing. The Sheet music the thing like, I was trying sheet the word music. notation yes, I mean I was close. notation was, was the word I was thinking, uh, but so mm-hmm. it's like the little the short books of like back when like Tin Pan Alley, they would sell songs like yeah. just like a book
0: and yeah, yeah. songbook
1: yeah, so I would write or I would buy some of these, and none of them have been recorded like I would just yeah. see one and I I'm remember
0: like, you bringing this up, yeah,
1: and so I want to send pictures of the notations to a guy on Fiverr and then i and then be like hey man can you just record this and tell because i just want to know what it sounds like like just send it to a pianist and just be like hey can you just like record this right out of the book and just i just kind of want to know what it sounds like and uh and then what i want to do is take the things pianists send me and Mm -hmm. sample them so that i am the only person who will ever have a flip of this song because no that's other person has idea. recorded it. I think it's a But what you very definitely should do is idea.
0: you should just uh you should just become one of those big old megaphone singers and just oh, You should be wow. that kind of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should make that kind of your whole Why thing. I, I think that seat? would really fit your vibe. Yeah. It would really good. yeah, you do it as Desi Arnaz too. That'd be cool. Oh, That'd be like oh kind of I wasn't doing it as Desi thing. Arnaz, but I, but I well you just said Lucy. We can get got a little bit of a Desi Desi Arnaz, you know. Yeah, being uh, the Ricardos. Anybody? Hey, Anyone? You wanna be a Ricardo? Hey, hey, everyone these days wanna be everybody wants to be a Ricardo. <laughs> uh,
1: I want to get frisky Ricardo, eh? Uh, meet me at the dance club. <laughs> Tell me I have a podcast.
0: Desi Desi Arnez
1: Uh Okay. That's all. Jackass is great. You should watch Jackass. It's the
0: fucking. You heard phenomenal. him, guys. Uh, you heard him. your turn my turn guys so let's start things off with the low lights mm-hmm. i know we want to talk the low lights everybody okay. listening raise your hand if you've watched the bruce willis film hudson hawk
1: oh i'll wait i'll wait oh time danny ago. danny's hand shot a up a
0: really long time ago
1: i don't remember a bunch about it but i do remember
0: it uh he it's a movie about uh, Bruce Willis, he plays a bank robber who syncs up all the robberies to, like, show tunes. Yeah. Like, the time, timing of them. Yeah. So it's just kind of an excuse for him to do some uh, musical numbers. That's what I knew about it, at least. But then, like, you start the movie, and, like, we literally flash back to the era of Leonardo da Vinci. And I'm like, this, I, I already can tell that this is going to have some problems. This rules. A lot of voiceover. Uh, da Vinci builds a machine that can turn... Like basically transmute anything into gold. Uh it's a lot more about that than the the musical caper aspect, which is a little bit of a bummer. Uh, I believe it was by the guy that made Heathers. It was like his follow-up, big follow-up after Heathers, and he blew all the money and no one liked the movie. And uh there's just some good stuff in it. There's some good stuff in it. Uh Bruce Willis tells some guys to slurp his butt. That's a highlight. I'm pretty sure he tells Who's the, is Andy McDowell the uh, female leading in this? I'm pretty sure she is. Um, I think it ends with him being like, I'd play Game Boy yeah. with you or some stupid bullshit. Yeah, Andy, yeah, McDowell. Andy McDowell. Hey, you know, and Andy McDowell was actually in another movie I saw uh, early, this month that we're, we're going to talk about in a future episode, but I'll, I'll, I'll tease it right now. I, I saw Magic Mike XXL. Ooh. That was a few days ago, though. I hadn't even logged that yet. I got to log that later on. Yeah, I got to uh, finish Kimmy tonight oh this motherfucker he couldn't even finish the 90 minute movie i was uh, i had some i don't some even want to hear it i don't even want i hear it. i had to i got to I go turn some video i
1: actually do need to this turn guy some these are do
0: all right let's hear it let's let's look at the rundown what do we got here oh in the videotapes yes fuck yes okay um this one's called late fees daily
1: uh no nice <laughs> wow um, so i got uh, but it's a, it's an
0: andy daly one man show that's cool uh
1: i got one called tai gook g the brotherhood of war which is a korean war film from korea uh-huh. um
0: oh okay
1: all right i think this one's korean.
0: is it two discs or, sorry, or this is this is korean i think
1: yeah, yeah yeah yeah. it is i was like i was looking at it and i was like did i mix them up because i got uh, a few different things over the past week this one um. Is called Catgirl Kiri. Uh oh, Kiki. Which, that's Kiki. Sure, Cat Girl Kiki. Um
2: No, you're right, is, 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 you're, right,
1: you're right, piece. it is Kiki. Um, I think my f- finger was just over the second R. Uh and for those of you who can't see this D V D cover, it's just a girl with ears on. And I have no idea yep. what it is, but I saw that, and I was like, "I can't not rent this. So did you watch any of these? Um, I watched one of them, the last one that I'm about to show you <gasps> which is um a collection of soviet era propaganda uh, cartoons.
0: Wow, very salient. Did you get this before everything had kind of shaken up?
1: Yes. Wow.
0: Uh, I remember you texting me about
1: this. Uh, American imperialists. It comes in sections. American imperialists, fascist barbarians, uh, capitalist sharks, and. It's a
0: four disc set.
1: And yes, and Onward to the Shining Future of Communism. Wow. And honestly, they're pretty fucking cool. Like, I would recommend it. If you. Uh, if anybody wants to go to Cinephile. They have it on there, uh, or have it at there, and uh, I thought I thought a lot of them were really fucking dope. Like they're just you know, so like like 1920s and 30s cartoons get real fucking zany. Like, oh yeah, I, I these were definitely like it was like zany with a level of like I also don't even understand what the thing they're abstracting is. Like this is crazy. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Sounds pretty good. What was uh, the name of that again? Uh it's 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 just called like a collection of of uh communist propaganda cartoons. I I don't even remember the name of the full right. title. But uh I will I will find it and try to find it for you. But All right. Uh Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off though about
0: No, Nelson no, 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 no. No, no, no. I had nothing really more to say other than not that great of a movie. If it had been more about the uh, the name. musical capers. That's what I'm bummed out about. Great, great names. Name. One of the great names. One of the great names. He loves exp- espresso, too. That's kind of one of his whole things that he loves coffee. So if that excites you guys, check that out. The other kind of stinker I watched was a secret window. Who you has seen Secret Window with Johnny Depp? John Turturro. Secret Window. That's,
1: yeah, that's the one where Johnny Depp's blonde. I just remember seeing that yes. when I was younger and being like, that's weird.
0: Yeah, it's one of those movies that is like a plot twist movie. Basically. Yeah,
1: I I actually I'm mean, to say I haven't seen the movie. I just saw Johnny Depp was blonde and thought that's. Hey, weird.
0: look! I'll let you know right now. You don't gotta watch this movie. That's <laughs> that's fine. I I got a friend who loves it. Uh, more power, do you, man? That's that's fine. Uh, not that good though. Johnny Depp pretty bad in it. Uh, John Turturro, I mean, look, I feel like it's you. I'd be kind of hard pressed to think of a John Turturro performance that isn't really at least elevating yeah. what he's in most of the time. Uh, it's a Stephen King adaptation, so like it has a good premise. Yeah, I didn't realize it at first, but like halfway through, I was like, This has to be. Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's based on a novella. Uh, I don't know, it's not very good. If maybe someone who gave a shit was in the lead role, Mm -hmm. it would be better. But Johnny Depp is definitely phoning it in at this point, uh, or at least phoning it in for this movie. Sure, not that good, not a very good movie. Uh, but other than those two bad movies i've been just kind of trying to watch movies i like
1: that's fair i've i've sort of been on that train too i uh because i realized maybe that's the issue is i try to watch i i think i sometimes will try to jump into something new like i'll be like oh i haven't watched any uh shanghai cinema and then because i'm like not in the mood already i like in my mind be like that would be cool hey, you know what you
0: should get in the mood for It's in the mood for love
1: oh did you watch that
0: Oh, I rewatched it. I, all, I rewatched a bunch of *Walt*.
1: It was. I was so upset. It was on uh, on Valentine's Day. They had *In the Mood oh. for Love* in theaters, and I couldn't. Dang, go. I, I
0: don't even. Don't. I'm mad you even told me about that. That is heartbreaking. I would nut and cry. And, and it
1: was a double feature <laughs> with. Oh,
0: out of is that the night Out of out sight. No, 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 no. Wait, was that the night that had, they had *E. Pray Love*? No, or not *E. Pray was, Love*. It
1: was out of sight, and then. I think it was out of sight.
0: I thought the night without a sight was the Woman, the other movie with Tony Lung, not In the Mood for Love. No, it was Dang def- Lee movie. What was the name no, of the movie? No, it was
1: definitely In the Mood for Love. All right. Because it was like it was Valentine's Day. It was the like double feature that's for Valentine's kind Day. Kind of
0: not even a very good movie to watch on Valentine's Day. It's about infidelity. Well. <laughs> and just I think it was no, so- uh, sort of ironic. It's hot. No, that's a hot movie. It's horny.
1: I was going to say is is Full of it, when you really think about it is out of sight a good movie for valentine's day
0: yeah it is that's a better movie i feel like well then i stand corrected you know in the mood for love one of the great movies guys a horny masterpiece a lot of great food great music nice and slow hard to beat it
1: wait i am wrong it was not out of sight this is even weirder it's in the mood for love and punch drunk love that's what it was. Oh,
0: no, oh, That's even that feels like they ripped that from my brain. That's I hate that. I hate that I even know that. Now, that also makes sense though, as a movie for Valentine's Day.
1: Yes, that makes a little more sense. I want to smash think. your face with a hammer. Um. Oh my god. So, uh, I, I guess talking about movie screenings, I want to go see Belfast. Um, uh huh. We had just spoken about Kenneth Branagh on the last Kino Corral, I
0: think. Uh, I believe we had because I, I don't know if it was when I was talking about seeing uh, I'd seen Wild Wild West. No, it was somewhat, but
1: He got brought up somehow. I do remember this. And so like the next week I saw Belfast with a Q&A mm. by Kenneth Branagh afterward. Why the fuck hasn't he been making that movie his whole career? What the fuck? That movie was great. Oh. That was a really good movie. I was just shocked. I was like this is you waited till you were 50 something to make this?
0: I mean, he got offered to do way bigger things first though. Like, I feel like right out the gate he was kind of offered to do like theater stuff and then he kind of popped off off that and then got to do just a bunch of weird like commercial stuff. He yeah. did a Jack Reacher movie. He did the Jack Reacher movie with Chris yeah. Pine. And he's in it. He's the bad guy.
1: I just think it's funny. Cause I I don't know. So like Here's the thing. I I think I said. Kenneth Branagh has always been like a technically talented filmmaker, mm-hmm. uh, but I've never watched a movie of his and been like, wow, that was really amazing. Like, Or more accurate. I've never watched a movie of his and been like only Kenneth Branagh can make that. It always mm-hmm. like, especially it doesn't help that like since 1995, every single movie before Belfast was an adaptation. And So I was always like, whatever. Like it's like, sure. It's like Shakespeare or it's like murder on the Orient where it's like, Oh yeah. It's like another movie he's adapting or it's fucking Thor or whatever. I'm like, Oh, it's like always like a movie where oh he
0: did Thor also,
1: which I like, I, like I said during that podcast, I was like, that's probably his, like to me, his best movie up until this point. And I was like, that movie is like a, a seven for me. I was like that, but it's good. So like, I don't know. I started Belfast, and I was like, all right, well, it'll be cool to like hear him talk, but this will be whatever. And uh,
0: Grant is fleeing. Uh, uh, trying to get into some old bag of McDonald's that some dickhead uh, left. A dickhead? You? I mean, my brother. Oh. Um, what a dickhead. What was he thinking? So it's A just, child
1: could get into that. Is a there, child
0: much like the the character in the movie Belfast.
1: Yes, much. It's actually the whole plot of the film is Northern and Southern Ireland are fighting over McDonald's exclusivity rights. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I'm sorry. That's They <laughs> wow, really cracked themselves up with that. They one. call it the <laughs> McTroubles. <laughs> which you can have a McTrouble with two McDoubles. Anyway, uh so Kenneth Branagh like wrote a movie (laughs) that I feel like finally like nobody else could have made where Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, like it's really balls to the wall, like weird in like not not weird in a like it's not like a Dario Argento movie, but it's like finally like all the things where you're like you watch a Kenneth Branagh movie and you're like, that's almost unique enough to be an idiosyncrasy, but it's not is Mm -hmm. like amped up and you're like, oh, he actually has a style. Like, when he makes a movie that he wrote and that he gets to do all the creative things on, he actually can make a movie that is, like, uh, like I watched it and I was like, that is a Kenneth Branagh movie. Not a Marvel movie directed by Kenneth Branagh or a Shakespeare movie directed by Kenneth Branagh or a fucking, you know, murder mystery re- reboot directed by Kenneth Branagh. It's a Kenneth Branagh movie. And I was like, Why-? Agatha
0: Christie's kind of her own franchise a little bit.
1: Yeah, but the same point is it's all a franchise.
0: I know I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But I I, I wanted I want to expand the little past sure. Just the remake of the Sydney Lewent movie. Um I oh my. And then he this cat is
1: driving Grant crazy. Um yeah, but it's always
0: when we record he decides to make as much fucking noise as possible. That's so funny.
1: I love Bongo. He's awesome. He's like, "Pay attention to me." Um
0: yeah, that's classic him.
1: And it's that's really shit. funny cuz Kenneth Branagh said during the Q&A, and I wrote this down cuz I thought it was so interesting, was like he said the film took me either cuz somebody asked him like how long did you write the take to write the film. And he said the film took me 8 weeks, but it really took me like 50 years. So it was like 50 years and 8 weeks. And it's like he finally made a movie where he's like not afraid to be himself. Mm-hmm. Like he does he's not relying on something else like that you can like that you can like an adaptation it's really the first time where he's just like whatever I'm just going to write a movie I want to write and uh and we'll see how it does and it's a way better movie than anything he's ever made and it's weird and like contemplative and the camera angles are sometimes like really strange it's all shot in black and white um mm-hmm. except a very <clears throat> few key moments uh, wow i didn't know that
0: yeah well like I mean, I was like it's a spoiler. It's just it's cool. I like that. I it, just only saw the trailers. The trailers were good for it. I liked the trailers.
1: It starts It starts in color, but it's sort of, there's like, <gasps> so I'm not spoiling too much because it starts with modern day being in color and then they flash okay. back. Um, I see. Well,
0: you know, everything was black and white back then. Yes. Uh, we are still living in the monochrome.
1: And, and the black and white stuff didn't feel cheesy either. It didn't feel like, oh, like this was just a thing he did to do. Like, it was like, oh, this kind of makes sense. And also- This movie's funny. Like, it made me laugh, Mm -hmm. like, legitimately. I was like, the fuck? Like, he's not a very funny director. He's not a very funny writer. But I don't know. It all
0: felt really human. Well, I don't know if you've seen uh, Hercule Perot's mustache in uh, Murder in the Ordinary Express. That's pretty funny. Apparently, the beginning of the new one is like a short film explaining how he got the mustache. Really? Yes. It's all in black and white.
1: I've not seen the new murder, so I I don't know. Neither have I. Um, <laughs> I have not seen the new murder. <laughs> I have not seen the new murder.
0: Please do not question me. Um, we don't even know if it's a murder. All we know for sure is that it's a death and it's on the Nile. And do you know Russell Brands in that movie? Yes. That's crazy to me. And he's doing like a dramatic turn. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. It's a little late to do that. Very, very much so. But. Uh, I mean, sure, man. If that's what uh your prerogative.
1: Uh, anyway, I want to I want to end with a quote from Kenneth Branagh. Okay, okay. Honestly, like encapsulate this whole thing for me. He said, uh, th- th- there was a bomb that went off in his neighborhood when he was younger. Okay. And sorry. he and he said that moment with the bomb going off was the last moment I can remember being completely sure of who I was. Everything since then has been in some way a reaction to what's around me. This film was part about going back and rediscovering and shaking hands with who you truly were. And that's where I'm like, Oh, that's why this movie was good because it wasn't like he was even he admits like this is the first time I like talked about like who I am and what I'm comfortable talking about and how much things actually affected me. And I'm not like hiding behind being an adaptation of something that I like and maybe affected me, but isn't my story.
0: Mm-hmm. And I was
1: just like, fuck this m- movie's great. Kenneth, if you're listening to this, fucking fuck Death on the Nile. Make more shit like this. Like it's weird to have your your fucking like breakout movie in my mind. I guess not really like everybody else's mind, but your breakout critical no. movie be in your fucking like sixties, but you should just make another one of these. This is way better than anything you've ever made. So fuck it. Like, just do more of these. Judy Dench is phenomenal. Um
0: she's in, she's in it? Yeah. Oh, I love me some Judy. She's
1: she's the main character's grandmother. And, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, this film is funny. It's heart wrenching. It's, I don't, do I think it deserves to be in the best picture? This year, I don't have a problem with it. This is the
0: kind of shit that they love, though.
1: They love movies. But here's the thing this year, I don't have a problem with it because, like, there's at least two other films I would cut out before it. Like, Uh I feel like this year has been kind of weak for like wow, Danny's academy worthy
0: uh did we I, talk it, about the nominations last episode? No, we did not. Um we can at the end can we touch on that? I want to sure. pull them up and but, look through them.
1: But I feel like other years I would be like that eh, was too a little too obvious to be an academy like it almost feels like Oscar bait. If it was but but it's also like his I can't even be like it's his it's his Oscar bait but like, you know, whatever. Um but I think that uh, I do think that it's a phenomenal movie and you guys should watch it, especially if you like movies that are sort of subtly very funny. I think that mm-hmm. movie is way funnier than it was telegraphed to me would be like it. It is. There are sad moments, but most of that movie is a fucking comedy. It's really funny. It's like a coming of age comedy. So definitely check out Belfast. Uh, and now I really want to listen to the director's commentary when the physical comes out because it, the Kenneth Branagh seems like a director who I'm not very into, but who actually is like a really cool dude, uh, the way he explains talking about films. That Q and A was actually really cool. So Mm -hmm. anyway, I'm done. I'm being an actor. Did he talk a lot about performance or? So he actually talked about how he was almost in this movie and, uh this was also it's kind of it
0: came down to the last second of the casting me and (laughs) no no so
1: i and this is this moment made me respect him so much he said actually Mm -hmm. we shot a whole ending to this movie where the boy they don't like you know uh his name is bud in the movie bud or buddy uh that he goes back to belfast or they like cuts to him in belfast Mm -hmm. like as an adult and then he he was like i watched it and i was like this film doesn't need that. Why would I do that? So he, and then he said he was joking and he was like, it's always really hard to reject an actor. But this time I, I just wrote the guy a letter and I told him he could fuck off. Uh, uh, but, okay. but he said, you can it, tell
0: that, he, he probably was, yeah, that was like, Oh, I'm going to say this. One. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I'm sure. I'm birth. sure.
1: Well, I'm sure he's been asked of, like, he's been making the rounds for the fucking Oscars. I'm sure he has yeah. been asked that question. Like, why weren't you in this one? Like at least yeah. five or six times. But, uh, but so it was it was it was cool, though, to to have him be like, I actually did cast myself in this movie. We recorded something and I realized it wasn't worth it. Like, because I feel like if that's when that's when that is when you are more of a director than an actor is like, mm-hmm. if you were an actor, you'd be like, man, I love my performance or like, man, I just really like doing that scene. I would put myself in. But as a director to watch that and be like, that's not what makes this movie better. And mm-hmm. I was like, there you go. That's why I respect you. That's phenomenal.
0: Uh, Look. Well, pivoting from a movie that was subtly funny to a movie that's uh, in-your-face funny, I, mm-hmm. I rewatched Alan Partridge, Alpha Papa, a Hell Blu-ray yeah. that Danny gave me forever ago. Uh, look, guys, that was the initial right, batch the
1: of bona fide tastemakers DVDs.
0: True, it's so true. Was that two I,
1: Coogan features? I pulled up to Grant's house. This is I, to record a dialogue tree. This is before we ever had this idea for the podcast and i had just gone to dollar tree and bought a bunch of uh of blu-rays uh so definitely definitely cool that you finally getting around to some of this
0: yeah i mean i i'd seen alpha pop before but I, it was my first thing that i ever saw alan partridge and mm-hmm. uh i can now that i've kind of seen the whole scope of everything i can say that this might be like one of the best alan partridge projects the peak partridge project a, a peach even a pe- i thought peak yeah well he's a peach he's a peach he's i don't want Norfolk. to see that peach
1: you know what i'm saying all
0: right look steve you actually you get to see it for you, me you get to see his ass in I, know, movie. I know he loses his pants it's in the trailer actually yeah it's <laughs> great
1: I, have stuff. Say, I haven't seen the movie but i did see the trailer
0: yeah yeah you saw the whole fucking hitch oh, that whole caboose danny was on i saw Easy the movie, nude hitch. looking up steve coogan yeah <laughs> He, he actually used the Mr. Skin vision or whatever that slowed the scene down so that he could mm. take a closer look at that partridge pudusi
1: Fuck. I don't remember what movie I was watching recently where I was like, I should watch this movie with my roommates. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to get back down Alan Partridge in a second. But I was watching, wow. I was like, I okay. should watch a movie yeah, with my roommates. And then they were like, oh, we can't tonight. And I was like, all right, I'll just watch it alone. And there was so much topless gratuitousness. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I'm glad I didn't Ritua watch. Virtu a titty. Uh That's what I like to call it. titty. Uh, yeah. And I was like, "I'm really glad I didn't watch." Somehow, this other people got
0: the kick drum. He hit the kick drum just now, and it made That's awesome. an audible sound. This, is, this cat he's doing rules. On. He's kind uh, of a genius. He's kind of a musical savant. Sorry, continue. I was speaking of music. I wanted to yeah. ask you earlier when you were talking about notation. Favorite clef?
1: Like, I, I'm a treble clef guy. I respect the bass clef, huh. but. Uh, I, I You're think
0: wrong, but that's okay. That's fine. I think
1: fine. I think I just it's like it's like this. It's movie. a little too. It's, uh, f- it's like this movie in a way. I like things that are in your face. I like things that aren't no. subtle. I like things that are really out no, there. No, no, you know, just like really. They, like, that's look at true,
0: but that is true about that is true about Danny. True about Danny. Uh, I find the trouble cleft a little flowery. It looks a little too much, doing a little too much, but not really doing enough. Mm. Now the bass cleft. Mm. That's it's, that's agree, a beautiful agree. cleft. Agree, right agree, there, agree, it's agree, a agree. it's a beautiful cleft. It's simple. It tells you all that you need to know. It has a colon. Uh it kinda has a comma. It's very sexy. It's kinda like two pieces of punctuation you in hurry. one. Grant finds sexy colon sexy. Yeah, man. Yeah, Grant man. loves a sexy little colon. Mm. Next to the one next to a big old big old honking comma. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Just like Alan Partridge Alpha Papa. Uh it's great as an entry point, great as a capper on the whole arc of Alan Partridge as a character. Really, really good stuff. I wanna shout out. Uh, the kind of the antagonist, I believe it's Colm Meany, but I want to double check on that Colm Meany. Yeah, Colm Meany. He uh, he plays uh, Charlie Day's dad in the new season of It's Always Sunny. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, yeah, he's really great. You gotta love the guy. It's happy to see him show up. Uh, one of the greatest people in the world, which I'm gonna have to use the transition into the next movie. I also watched this uh, past month, The Worst Person in the World. Oh, you know watched you saw okay, this one. I
1: got I want to hear about this. Cause yeah, did I did a
0: double feature. A million different reactions to this for a movie I haven't watched. That's interesting. I feel like I've only read positive things about it. So I was I was pretty bumped. Oh, Danny's shaking his head. Interesting. I, one Very of my co uh,
1: coworkers was like that movie was the most and, and this is a person who like works in film. This isn't just like a normal, like a normie, a normie yeah. Um they were like, that movie had to be the most pretentious movie without having a message that I've ever seen. And I was like, wow,
0: damn. Uh I would say that's a pretty uh unfair characterization of it, but that's just my opinion. <clears throat>
1: okay. I mean, I I haven't watched I have no opinion, but I, I get the thing that is pretentious, I like, but I
0: think it definitely had a message. I think that's just kind of like, I don't know. You don't mm-hmm. even need to throw that in there. If you don't like the movie, that's fine. It is pretentious. Okay. But like the say it doesn't have a message, I feel like, it's very reductive. Yeah. But maybe that's just my opinion. I thought it was pretty good. The lead actress I thought was really, really good. Uh both of the kind of love interests were really good. I don't really know much about this uh director. I believe this Me was neither. Swedish or Norwegian. I think it's a Norwegian movie. It was good though. I'm not even gonna try and pronounce the director's name, but I, I thought it was good. Uh you know, you might you might like the hearing this. It ends with Art Garfunkel's Waters of March. I'm in.
1: It's I'm it was in. awesome.
0: Uh my whole review on Letterboxd is just Waters of March, kind of like teary, cute eye emoji. That, looks like it's I was wondering up.
1: what that was. Now it makes sense that it's the Garfunkel song.
0: Oh yeah. And then I found out that was like a cover. And then I listened to the original and like he really I mean, his, he is the better version, I think. Oh yeah. But it's very similar. I mean, I, I wasn't sure if he like had a interesting interpretation because there's the whole breakdown and bridge and thing, but it's very much structurally like the original. It's, it yeah. was interesting. Great Sergio Mendez version. If you're a fan of Sergio Mendez. Uh that was the day I did a double feature, feature at the uh, theater though. I watched The Godfather on Dolby IMAX or Dolby Cinema or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I watched The Worst Person in the World right after that. Good Thoughts day. on The Godfather. Good movie. I don't know. I'm not gonna have anything really groundbreaking to say about the godfather uh if you love 70s editing styles which i do you'll you'll laugh you'll cry
1: okay now if i remember correctly you said that you you had never really you had never finished the godfather because you slept through a portion of it
0: i did say that and but watching it back i really am like i really didn't miss that much i was kind of gaslit i feel like when i fell asleep when i watched the godfather because I watched nearly all of that goddamn movie, and I really missed like I saw. I thought I missed a lot of the Italy stuff. I saw most of that fucking shit. That's not a long part of that movie at all. No, it was just kind of ridiculous. I was kind of mad when I got to that and realized I had seen this movie basically. I got to see it in theaters, but like, I was thinking I kind of had like a whole gap in my mm-hmm. my my cinema knowledge, and that's not true. I haven't seen the other ones. That's the gap, really. But uh, so
1: so I got to ask you now, though, having rewatched it, like, uh huh do you think that it's worth all of the love that it gets? I mean, I'm just in your personal opinion. Cause I, I, I have a really weirdly, like, I think that movie is great. My dad thinks it's the greatest movie of all time. I think a lot of dads do. Um, Yeah,
0: no, it feels like the ultimate it's all on TV. You catch it. You can catch it halfway fucking through and you can still finish the whole thing. And, yeah, it's it's great in that regard because that's not really something that you see with a lot of three hour movies, pretty much. But uh, it just feels like one of the, like the the kind of like the the platonic ideal of a movie you would catch on TV and watch all of like all afternoon long. That's kind of true. That it is the platonic. You sit down ideal to watch a scene along. and you kind of just get caught in it. It's uh, it's good, very good. Again, I think that uh, you're also, not going to hear anything groundbreaking in my no. I mean i, 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 retrospective I, I care about your retrospective. I care about your opinion. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Uh, uh like especially it's like as
1: you and I have talked about, like being into like, hey, I lo- I love 70s mafia shit. Like that's mm-hmm. like so I'm curious, like, as you know, you and I have talked about our mutual love of like early Scorsese and like mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. I was curious to know where you landed on The Godfather. So
0: that was all. It's good. Uh I mean if you like Film dissolves. Mm-hmm. You will go crazy for this movie. Yeah, but personally, and personally, this is just me. It's not, Scorsese movies are just edited in a way that is definitely I, more appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're that. definitely a lot flashier. This isn't like a flashy movie. It is flashy in some ways. There's there's segments that are flashy, but largely this isn't like. A crazy flashy movie or anything. I feel like the
1: words I would use are like... It's stylish. Scor- stylish is the way I would describe it. Scorsese's movies, especially sort of in that era, are very sudden. Like, there's yeah, a lot of quickness to it. Um, whereas, uh, like, The Godfather, especially the first one, is a very patient movie. It definitely, will hang on definitely. everything.
0: Yes. And it will dissolve on everything
1: yeah and 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 it's still good it's great but it's just like damn like it definitely will sit on something like on a shot and i'll be like it's just letting the score play which is you know like i talked about good score weirdly enough when i went we talked about frankenstein versus the mummy it's like that moment could work you know if you have a score you have a great camera you have a great actor but sometimes when we try to do that it's not successful but the godfather pulls it off pretty much almost every time look guys
0: Godfather, pretty good. It should call it the Good Father.
1: Um I just r- realized I bought two more DVDs. I don't know what these wow. are. Uh this one's you just know one what they are. called Trust. Uh which okay. was kind of cool. And then this one, it's really cool. I don't know the name Trust of all. at all, but it's some animated movie. Uh move it down a little bit. Hmm. I, I don't know. There's some people standing out front of a taxi. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of all I got. And maybe then, it's the anime version Grant, of the Jimmy
0: Fallon movie Taxi.
1: The greatest thing I've ever, the greatest DVD I've ever purchased. Mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra suddenly.
0: Wow. And it looks like a really old DVD. The treasured collection. Treasure box treasure collection. Box. <laughs> yeah, wow. Now so you might it seems more like the community chest collection, if you ask yes,
1: me. It definitely looks like. And here's the thing.
0: It that looks like something I'd find around my grandpa's house.
1: I don't know if I've ever talked about the Frank Sinatra film suddenly. I don't think you have, because I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. So this is why. So the uh, I have the new Suddenly directed by what's his name? Um Oh yeah. Uh fuck. Uh video game movie adaptation guy. Ewl? Um, Uabull, yeah. Uh a suddenly. Uh, it's on our fide taste makers list. Suddenly, that's That's yes. So this movie is fucking great. I mean, it is so good. It's oh, it's a hold on.
0: Okay, go ahead. Ray Liotta's kind of our generation's old blue eyes.
1: If he was playing that character, I would agree. Oh, he's not. No, this is why this movie is so great. Dominic Purcell plays him. Frank Sinatra's the villain.
2: Okay,
1: okay. Which, when you watch the movie, you're like, "Oh, I fucking get it. This guy is a w- creepy dude." Like, like if you yeah. look at Frank, I mean, Frank Sinatra's a very handsome guy, but his face is very angular. He's kind of short. He sort of stands real weird, and you know, he's a very charismatic guy, but he basically is like, of he's just like a psycho in this movie and the hero is Sterling Hayden and it's like Sterling Hayden Sterling Hayden uh he was in the killing the oh, okay okay. uh he was also in um he was like one of those guys who was like sort of a b part like studio Hollywood guy uh uh fuck he was in something else that I watched recently that I was like damn Sterling Hayden's pretty good um but Basically, like the, it's just it, really great. This movie is really great villain psychology, and it's all about Frank Sinatra's plot to murder the president. And it's okay. Did he all, not
0: do that in uh, that other movie, too? No. So, the Manchurian
1: candidate, he is the, yeah. the detective trying to find the guy who is the Manchurian, like who's gonna, yeah, but this is about, he's, a, he's, this isn't like mind control.
0: Lee Hayden, also in The Godfather. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, he's also in The Long Goodbye and Dr. Strangelove. Dr. Strangelove. So
1: he's in, he's in a couple Kubrick joints. Um, There's there's another fucking one, though, that I'm like, that I watched him in, and I was like, oh, I completely forgot Stern, Sterling Hayden. Nine to five? No, 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 no. The Asphalt Jungle? Um, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Uh, 1900.
0: Johnny Guitar.
1: Johnny Guitar. You've watched Johnny Guitar? Yes. Is it good? It's okay. The song is the best part about that movie.
0: Uh, great song, great song. But I guys. like
1: I like Sterling Hayden in that movie. I like Sterling Hayden anyway. But so he's like it's very funny because like Frank Sinatra is this like weird kind of like skinny angular dude. Like this is so weird. He kind of looks like Randall from
0: Monsters Inc. Oh, I thought you were going to say Randall from uh, Recess. No, no. Although they kind of look similar, <laughs> it's hilarious that you called him Randall from Monster Sync, Actually, though, that's because he, he's he, rolling in his grave right now. He, like, well,
1: he like has a really like angular he head. around and he sort of stands like this. He like sort of like
0: hunches forward <laughs> and he's doing basically the pose. That uh, Randall, if you googled Randall from Monster Sync, it would be the yeah. exact pose that you're you're imagining. Uh,
1: and he talks like this, and he's like, listen, listen, lady, I'm going to make $9 million because I'm going to blow the fucking president's head off. And it's like, whoa, it's, <laughs> well, okay. it's, a, it's a really fun movie anyway. So but this movie, though, is in public domain. So that's why Uwe Boll got to make a remake, because there is no copyright holder. Um, Interesting. And the first time I watched it, I just downloaded it off of a. The, um,
0: archive.org. the arch-
1: archive.org and I want I bought it n- mostly because I want to know if there's any special features on this, and it was only a dollar, so or a dollar There cannot be any special features. No, but I want there's to literally
0: see. if it's in the treasure box collection, Danny, you're lucky that thing has like a menu. <laughs> that, that you know no, where you can watch this right now though is Two B TV, which is also sponsoring this week's episode. Adlar is going to come on later, tell you all about the Two B ticket. And given, really great deal. and
1: given that there's public domain though, there's like five different prints of this. Like, That's so like, there's a colorized version. Oh, there's I like, love
0: when they used to do that shit. <laughs> hey, some real blatant cash grab. What is, what is grab Frank bullshit.
1: Sinatra's nickname? And the guess what color they didn't make his eyes?
0: Uh, they gave him the yellow evil eyes. They gave him like brown eyes. Oh, wow, uh, young brown eyes. I call them.
1: But anyway, suddenly, it's not a film I watched this week, but you should fucking watch that movie. It's on, It's Look, free. It's I literally so free everywhere.
0: Free. It's on Tubi. It's probably 90 minutes, I would um, guess. I'm not seeing any uh, length on... Oh, 75 minutes. It's even better. Yes. That is... the Platonic it's, idea. it's,
1: in my opinion, one of the better like noir thrillers. Uh, I do know.
0: Have you ever seen... Uh, what's the name of that movie? It's called like Shortcut or Detour. Big uh, detour no, I'm gonna double check that that's the name of it. detour's a really good seventy five minute uh kind of like he starts telling the stories like i bet not nah, I bet you're wondering how I got here, but it's uh, that kind of thing where then yeah. we flash back we start to see like every part of the story it's he's like hitchhiking it's really really good uh, uh double check that it's called detour an-
1: another it is uh, I wanna detour. clarify noir thriller, not a noir mm-hmm. detective movie before anybody gets yeah
0: this is this. this is this is a noir thriller too,
1: okay, okay. detour um uh, I also watched a noir detective movie, *Touch of Evil*, the nineteen ninety eight <laughs> cut. Saw that in theaters. <laughs> Good movie. <laughs>
0: Good movie. That what was. So, so Orson, Wells has a, <laughs> so Orson Welles guy is a career in film. Let me tell you. You ever seen *F*, for, F is for Fake? Oh my god, <clears throat> *F* is that. for Fake. That was in. A, didn't watch
1: that together. He no, didn't. no, I think no. That was, but that was something that they we discussed and like. That was a UNO oh. staple.
0: Yeah, Wars. yeah, I had to watch it for you know class. I had to watch it for a uh, well, I can't say, anything, but yeah, I had to watch yeah. it for class. Good I movie. I, I watched it. I watched it for classes. a class that I like led. I was
1: I was talking to uh one of my coworkers about it, who I saw the Touch of Evil with, and I was like, you know, I never really got much into Orson Welles' stuff. I've seen Touch of Evil. I'd watched a different cut for school. I'd watch the original cut for school, um, uh-huh. and then. I've watched Citizen Kane, and I watched F is for Fake. And I was like, F is for Fake. I remember watching it and being like, okay, this is that's That cool. shit's
0: crazy. It's like he invented the video essay.
1: Yes. I was so, I was like, it's like, and I don't, we, we shouldn't talk too much about it, because if you haven't seen F is for Fake, you should just watch it.
0: Just go in blind. Yeah.
1: It's such an amazing movie. Yeah. But when. It's really good. When sort of the unraveling of that, like, whole long process starts happening, I just remember being like. What the fuck? I was like, I was like, what is happening? What is this? It's
0: crazy. It's some really nuts stuff. I oh. let a class on that and exit through the gift shop, and it really is just oh, like that's man, great. It's just like though, like F is for Fake, eats that movie's lunch, and it was like fifty years before. Like it's just. I mean, not they're 50 both years. they're both great movies, but structurally,
1: yeah. F is for Fake, definitely the better movie. Not even close.
0: It's just I don't know, man. It feels so modern. It's kind it of crazy. Does.
1: It does. No, there are movies still trying to
0: do that and doing it less that, successfully. It feels modern, and then if you watch *Exodus: The Gift Shop*, pardon me, feels like that movie already feels kind of dated, just because yeah. it was such a specific moment in the 2000s. But it's still a good movie. Good movie. Yeah. I liked that movie when I was in high school. Uh, did you have,
1: did you have another movie?
0: Yeah, yeah. You gotta kind of wrap
1: it up soon, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. got. I have one more thing to talk about after this, so I figure I'll give you the courtesy of the professional courtesy, and then we can wow. talk about Oscars.
0: Wow. Well. You got to see a screening with a Q&A, so did I. I went to, and it was even a Wong car Wai one, if you can believe it. I got to see Happy Together uh, in theaters with a John David Mitchell, the guy from Hedwig and the Angry Inch. He like picked okay. to screen it. Uh, I've never seen any of his movies. I honestly didn't even realize he acted in his movies. Like I knew he oh, was- Oh, weird. I didn't know yeah. that either. I'd never seen his stuff. People like uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Hold on one second. Rant all right Sorry, sorry. Look, I got today's gonna be a real nightmare and it's just now starting. Okay. Uh <clears throat> it was great screening. I, I don't, never re-watched Happy Together, so it was great to get to see it uh on the big screen for the first time ever. And for just the second time in general, uh awesome movie. Tony Long, one of the great actors of all time, in my opinion. Super, super fucking hot. Uh it was great. I'm mad that you missed out on In the Mood for Love screening. I would have fucking died to see that. I would also die We're to see do some. I know, but I wanna I wanna see these movies on the big I want to see all of them on the big screen. They're all just I would love I rewatched Chunk King Express twice uh in the past like couple of weeks. That movie it's unfair how good it is. Mm. I don't know if you know anything about the making of that movie. He made it in a month while he was like stuck editing the movie he made before it, and no one even talks about that movie anymore. That's crazy. All right. <clears throat> Uh, it's infuriating. I love it. I don't know how he did it. It's then he went on to spend over a year making In the Mood for Love, and he had started to make like a second movie at the same time, and somehow those both end up being the fact that he made any movies that are good is insane because he doesn't yeah. use a script when he makes movies. He just kind of feels things out, and it ends up working out. He that's why most of his movies are kind of structured around voiceover. It's it's yeah. interesting. Tony Leung said he got on set for Happy Together. He didn't re- realize this character was going to be gay. <laughs> Which is insane when you watch that movie. Like, it's so much about queer relationships. It's fascinating. Uh, Chung it, it, Express, you guys got to check it out. Uh, I highly recommend it. One of the, it's one car wide, one of the great filmmakers, Danny. You got to get on him at some point. I'm going to get on
1: him. I'm going to get on him. Yeah, you
0: got to get all over that thing. Uh, my last movie really was last night I rewatched Paprika. Oh, That's nice. It's an awesome movie. Awesome movie. I
1: actually can, I can bounce off that. Um, all right. Let's hear not uh oh fuck! What's the name of the guy who directed Paprika's name?
0: Satoshi Kon.
1: Satoshi Kon. Not a Satoshi Kon movie, but I watched a Makoto Shinkai movie, "Weathering with You." Um, yeah, nice. Great movie. Same thing. Just good animated movie. That movie is weirdly dark. Uh, have you watched "Weathering with You"? Nope. All it, that's about it. All I'll say is this: there is a large portion of that movie. That is decided by they gave a fifteen year old a gun, <laughs> and I remember That's thinking, nuts. I remember thinking like, oh, it's like gonna be like like Makoto Shinkai's movies kind of are. You're like, oh, it's like a, it's like definitely gonna have some dark, you
0: know, kind of like sad moments. Oh, you know, I actually I know about this movie. I heard about like the ending of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's like I'm like, oh, there's gonna be some sad moments, but like it's gonna be like a cute anime feel goody type thing definitely moments where that movie was like, what the fuck? Like, why is this so dramatic? Why is it so dark? What the fuck? It was very strange. Uh, but it was a really good movie. I like that movie. Um, the ending is very like, I love that they kind of, like, do. they do the opposite of a hand wave. Like, they're like, they, they j- sort of, I don't want to give too much away, but at the end of that movie, Sort of nothing is fixed. And I remember just being like, it. that's so funny. Like, that's, it's like, I love the idea. That they're just like, no, nah, you know what? Things suck now, but this is the end of the arc for our characters. And I was like, that's great. I love that. And it's, but it's still Sometimes an uplifting ending. Movie. It's like an uplifting it's, ending where everything
0: the, is worse than it started. It's kind of like the Godfather.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: Whether you kind of like the Godfather. Like the go-
1: There's a gun. <laughs> There's some love in there. Yeah, maybe uh, somebody cannoli. travels. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's much like the god. This podcast. is
0: this is what you guys come to the podcast for: hard hitting analysis and comparisons uh, drawn. I'm so
1: to to end it for me. I, the reason I watch whatever review and this is not super comparable. Besides, they're both animated. Uh, I've been going through all of Miyazaki's movies again. I try to do this like mm-hmm. once a year, uh, and this time I've been watching all of the documentaries about him uh mm-hmm. so i watched the never man uh i'm gonna watch kingdom of dreams and madness again and then i found out there's one that's like a 10-part series called uh i think it's called 10 years in studio ghibli or 10 years with mm-hmm. miyazaki i don't remember the american title um but i watched uh i watched spirited away in theaters which was awesome uh I don't know if that movie particularly benefited from being on thirty five mm but Danny
0: just can it, man. It was cool, I guess it like, sounded I, like you watched a bad print of it anyway so yeah, I don't there even know was like
1: that. some moments <laughs> where like there were the scratches on the screen were just like really fucked up, and I was like, all right, uh, i don't know if this one really I guess it was like still i like, guess there was still like a cool like film projector texture to it, but I was like this I don't know if of all the movies I could watch in thirty five mm I don't know if this one's the one that's like going to sell me on film as a medium but whatever.
0: Uh Danny, and then I it actually ruined Danny's take. Uh he hates film now. kind of
1: wild. Hi Ian. Um can't hear you. Yeah. Uh and then uh I watched uh The Secret World of Arietti. Uh My uncle loved that movie, but I never watched it. Give me a DVD of it. But I never watched it. Is, so uh Miyazaki just did the dev- development and uh writing for this movie. Uh mm-hmm. he didn't uh, he didn't direct yeah, it. Yeah, I know someone else directed it. The person who I believe later directed when Marnie was there was the director uh-huh. of this one. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I think, but I think it is one of the Studio Panock folks. Anyway, uh, good movie. Oh yeah, it's the same guy. You're it right. It is the same guy. Okay. Um, because mm-hmm. there's a few of those guys. Like uh, like Arietti was not directed by him, and neither was. Uh, his son did a couple of them. Yeah, Goro. Goro did a couple of them, and then there's. You ever a, see
0: Tales from Earthsea?
1: No, I haven't seen Tales from Earthsea. I did see no, no. Um, from Up on Poppy Hill. Great movie. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, Tales from
0: Earthsea not a great movie.
1: It's kind of what I've heard, but yeah, um, I can I, confirm. He also did that new one. What is it, Mary and the Witch's Flower? No uh, earwig and earwig, earwig and, and the, the witch. witch. Mary yeah. and the Witch's Flower is the this guy who at, at his new company oh yeah um, you're right you're right uh so anyway the thing is i almost feel like i'm i, I gotta I watch look i'm gonna make a bold claim i was gonna hold off on this because i feel like maybe <laughs> this is this is a, a, a conversation we have to have on a day when we're not rushing to get out of here but gun to my head hayao miyazaki might
0: be my pick for the greatest film director of all time Wow all right i mean look he's got a pretty inarguable uh his filmography.
1: worst movie movies that he didn't even direct where he sort of was supervising it are like better than a lot of in my opinion other prestige directors best movies like
0: that's, that's very bold and interesting
1: I don't think I've ever watched a Miyazaki movie and not just been like, I'm not afraid to admit it. Spirited Away, one day we'll tear Miyazaki movies. It's a mid to high mid tier Miyazaki movie for me. Like, and that's fine. They're all accusing, the because they're all fives. Guys, I'm every making single, quite a face. I'm, making, get, quite a face. I'm making quite a face. But look, you can look at my letterbox. Spirited Away gets a five. But the yeah, thing is, look, it's, it's, it's hard good. to argue every single one of his movies is a five. Every kind of get him with Juan
0: Car. Why? But that's the other thing where I'm like, also got with Soderbergh, where I'm like, what am I, what am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but and Satoshi Kon really for that matter. Paprika jumped to a five movie? for me last night. What? I said it kind of was with Satoshi Kon too, because Paprika jumped to a five for me last
1: night. Yeah, yeah. I've I have watched enough of his movies. I need to. He's I only watch only got His whole
0: bag. You got four. It's it's the whole. It's easy. You knock that out, and yeah, it's I one know. TV show. You gotta, you gotta do it, man. You're, you're right, you're right, you're right, right. I'm putting
1: off Satoshi Kon. Millennium right?
0: Actress, one of my favorite movies of all time. Both non-animation, notwithstanding. He uh, makes a lot of great movies. If you love movies
1: too. Satoshi Kon, uh, Makoto Shinkai,
0: and what's the name of the guy who did Wolf Children? Uh, oh, uh, it's the guy that did uh, S- Soda. Hold on, he did Summer Wars too, right? Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, and I think Girl Who Up Your Time.
0: Yeah, and he also did The Boy and the Beast. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't love that movie, but Um, Summer Wars is really good. He had a new movie come out this year that everyone really liked. Yeah.
1: Anyway, I've been. uh, Uh,
0: Mamoru, Mamoru Hosoda.
1: Hosoda, that's it. Um, Yeah. So those three guys are the like Japanese animated directors. I have to get like my. I got to go do those. Um, Yeah. But anyway, I was going to say is I really think that like for me, spirited away is not the top of my Miyazaki list. Like Mm -hmm. it's probably in like the number four or five spot. Um, I'm not afraid to admit that I straight up cried in that theater. I was like,
0: dude, it's hard not to, that fucking movie is ridiculous. all of his movies hit such a crazy emotional, like vein. It's, it's nuts.
1: Yeah. And, and, and it's, I talk about this in my, I I did letterbox reviews. Everybody follow me on letterbox. Um, Danny's back, guys. It's back. And I'm doing. Panama. I'm actually writing kind of long reviews. I realize that yeah. now because I was he's reading,
0: writing like a paragraph. I was, Meanwhile, I've sh- shrunk. I do like three words in an emoji now.
1: I watched Neverending Man and just like it's so. It's sort of like the reverse. It's or it's. I guess in the same vein as watching the Beatles documentary or whatever, where like okay. it's sort of just like watching Blind a guy who is the greatest at what he does do it and you're just like oh i would have he'll like have moments where he seems like he can be a bit of a difficult person to work with but like <laughs> he, like it's like he'll have arguments with the people beneath him
0: yeah and- similarly i feel like the vibe of the beatles thing too is like they're over it at this point every single piece of media i've seen of hayao miyazaki has basically been like this guy's over doing all of this. We, and every
1: single time he, like, it's really funny. The end of that movie is him getting ready to start production on the movie he's doing now. And like the whole movie, he's like, I can't do a feature. I'm too old. I can't do it. I'm too old. I would die in the middle of the movie. I'm too old. And then at the very end of the movie, he's sitting with Toshio Suzuki and he goes, so a feature film. You think we can get that done? <laughs> and it's like, and Toshio Suzuki literally looks at him and is like, who would we hire to do it? Like everybody who works here is who worked here is gone. Like who who would we get to do it? And Miyazaki goes, oh, we'll train new
0: ones. <laughs> he's like he's like Well, we're certainly not gonna let my son do it. Well, no, the this man is like, who's famously publicly shit on his son's movie, like at the premiere of it. No,
1: well actually that I think that interview gets taken out of context a little bit. But anyway, I don't want to get into
0: this, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> But the fact that it happened like at like the premiere or something that it was. At the premiere. <laughs> that is, I think the the t- the context in which the interview is done is more I damning think, maybe than even the actual thing he said. I think
1: I think it's very funny that when he when he starts that interview he goes, "Go ahead, ask me what I think." <laughs> I was like, "What? A, what?" A Have you ever read
0: that article where they're trying to interview him like about the Demon Slayer movie surpassing uh, Spirited Away as the most like, highest grossing anime movie of all time. Oh,
1: yeah, I did see It's basically,
0: they just keep trying to ask him questions. And he's like, I'm really just trying to pick up trash right now, guys. <laughs> like, he basically just, yeah. like, three different times, like, I'm really, I'm trying to pick up litter. I, yeah, I don't he's really like, want to he like, He's, questions. like, agreed
1: to the interview under the context that he was, like,
0: gonna I think they just be, stopped like, him and were trying to, like, ask him questions while he was just out on the street. Yeah, he was really like, short. He basically just, like, yeah, it's great that it made that much money. Yeah, Can I just him. get back to picking up trash?
1: Um, anyway, all I was gonna say is, when you watch uh, Never Ending Man, first of all, really interesting documentary on the sense that it's like very low budget. There's like the whole crew is like one guy. I think it's two people or, like a uh, sound mm-hmm. guy and a and like the guy holding the camera. It's like filmed on like a J, uh, like a it looks like it's filmed on like a Panasonic HMC 150. It's very noisy and kind of like it almost looks like a skate video. It's like very like it just looks very digital. Very digital. Mm-hmm. Um. But it doesn't matter because the subject is such an interesting guy. Yeah. Um, and there's moments in that movie where he's like getting in arguments with people. And I can definitely tell you, as somebody who works in the industry, if somebody started arguing with me like, like that, I would be very upset. I'd be annoyed. I'd be like, this is stupid. But then you see what he's, you like listen to the thing he's saying, and you're like, nobody else would care that much. Like the things that he is like we need to fix this and everybody else is like why and he's like let me explain it to you and then like he will tell like there's like a scene where he's talking about the way whiskers move and he's like he's and he's, he's like talking to these people because he's like it was about uh is that bore the caterpillar is i think that oh yeah the one of the shorts uh and and it's it was like the first one he did where he directed the cg and he was like... Oh, is this where he
0: like sees the CG thing? He's like, this is an abomination.
1: He says, he says this is an insult to life itself. Uh, <laughs> that's
0: so much worse. And, oh.
1: and, and that scene is so uncomfortable. But that's, that's not this team. That's a different team that he's talking to. Uh, yeah. But he hires some CG people that he's going to direct. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like trying to explain to them where he's like, this is the way whiskers move have you ever seen and then he's like let me let me draw it for you and he like is like drawing on a piece of paper frame by frame over their cg he's like this is what it needs to look like have you ever gone outside and seen the way that wind moves something it's not and then like and they're like well yeah but it's like you know we're generating the wind in cg and he's like i don't care like it's not and then he's like it looks like it's too static it's not playful enough it's you need to do it this way and it's mm-hmm. like I, the, like, the concept that these guys are making CG, and he is so nitpicky, he will go back and draw over the CG on a piece of paper, frame by frame. And I'm like, nobody else cares enough to do this. This guy is a madman. Jesus Christ. And then every single time he, like, gets interviewed in his home, he's like,
0: yeah, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die this movie. <laughs> I'm jealous of that cat. He used to do nothing. And I... And- I have to work until I die.
1: And he does, and he does say, or he's in Kingdom of Dreams and Madness though, where he talks about how he's like, that's the issue with animated movies, uh, specifically in Japan. Like, that's the issue with animated movies these days. Nobody actually goes outside and sees real shit. Everybody's just drawing things that look like other things they've seen drawn, which looks like other things they've seen drawn. Nobody like goes and like views the world now, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, you know, it's is it? Oh, also great moment in this movie. And this is the last thing he shits on frozen kind of early into the movie. (laughs) He, I, he says like, he said, you've seen this new movie frozen. The movie's okay. But the song they sing, let it go. It's just about people who like, you know, like, don't worry about what other people think of you. Be happy with who you are. Self-satisfied people are the most boring, intolerable (laughs) people I've ever met. You shouldn't just be happy with who you are. You should be trying to be a better person every day. (laughs) And, and I was like, you're right and frozen does suck so wow i'm willing to move i'm willing to move on with that wow uh do you have anything else
0: before we talk about oscars you know i didn't even really think about it until you started talking specifically about how digital that filming was but i actually did watch all those Kanye west documentaries and it's not like i I can really i i can't be like it was the greatest thing ever but the first two episodes the first episode in particular Great thing to watch, just if you're a creative person uh, who feels like they're struggling, mm-hmm. because it is very gratifying to kind of watch all these people shit on him, and then he just like you knowing the end path is very just fascinating. Again, just fascinating that yeah these people were here with cameras for for all this shit. Kind of nuts. Some really really good stuff in the first two episodes. Last episode, I think most people have kind of agreed it's not as good as the first two. But I mean, yeah. again, it's still crazy that he was the guy was even there for a camera. The, the guy who filmed it basically like quit his stand-up comedy career in like kind of his like public access tv show just to follow kanye around when he was like a producer and just to film him like all day long that's it's crazy. kind of nuts
1: yeah i didn't uh, realize how far back that went until like yesterday that's what he's telling about it's the
0: first episode is before any of the albums come out it's kind of that there's like all pre-album stuff in the first episode then the second episode's like drop out and then it just completely jumps ahead in the third episode, like, 2016. That's crazy. All, a bunch of shit I don't care about, really, to be honest, but really, uh, really fascinating. Definitely recommend it, uh, the first two episodes. Uh, good stuff. And also, there's a new Satoshi Kellen documentary that actually came out this year. I haven't seen it yet, really? but, uh, yeah, it came out this year. It was screened at festivals. I don't know if it's available for rental yet, but, uh, I'm excited to check that out. I think it is footage of his, like, uncompleted un- last movie uh oh nice like it's called like the dream machine or something yeah i think it uh, is which this man fucking loved dreams he yeah, loved he making movies about movies uh so he's right up my alley so i'm gonna have to check that out uh and you should check it out too it's a very nice manageable filmography yeah like i said those three directors that
1: are my like japanese animated directors i gotta get to and they're high check out the
0: masaki uasa's stuff too he's definitely one of my favorites what's, of the what's one of his movies he, well he did mind game which i love mind game but oh he also did uh he did uh Devil man cry baby that's probably the yes. biggest thing which any japan is sinking 2020 on netflix mm-hmm. uh i wasn't crazy about either of those two netflix shows but oh he also did a uh, night of short walk on girl which is mm-hmm. kind of a continuation of the tatami yes. galaxy which tatami I, galaxy i highly recommend everyone check that out he did kaiba which is kind of like the Astro Boy throwback design show.
1: Yeah, I, 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 know, I know
0: that uh, Night is Short, Walk on Girl is on my list. That movie's great. I would watch Tatami Galaxy first because I oh. watched the movie first and then I realized in hindsight it's basically just a continuation of the show. Okay. Like almost entirely. You can watch it without having seen the show, but I think it, it benefits from uh, the context. Mm -hmm. they're both just really really good too satami galaxy turned me around entirely on i've talked about it i think on the podcast but it turned me around on slice of life because i i realized it was really more of a presentation issue than it was ever like the actual content because that's that's proof right there that you can absolutely do that genre if you just present it differently to me and i will absolutely be on board with it hey belfast Uh, slice of life that's Uh, life uh you should have got masaki watson to direct that that'd be crazy it would have, I don't, I'm scared, uh, honestly, to even imagine what that would have been like. Okay. Well, oh, he's a new Academy movie that Awards. came out this year. Oh, what? Yeah. Ride Your Wave is a movie of his that I want to see this year, or uh, it came out last year, I think. Supposed to be good. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Academy Award
1: nominee Academy Awards, real quick. Uh, let's talk about Best Picture. I'm just going to list them all real quick. We have Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, West Side Story uh i would cut don't
2: look
0: up just just because that yeah movie's fine but again it's like the exact kind of shit they like to fucking nominate
1: and i and i haven't even watched king richard but i'd probably cut king richard
0: (laughs) yeah i don't know that one that again absolutely the kind of shit they would nominate yeah but usually never wins usually but I mean, mm-hmm. I think
1: uh, I think I'm sure Will Smith is a good actor. He is, I think he's in his dramatic turns usually pretty effective. Um, he also feels just so thirsty for for an Oscar. What's so funny is I he's, feel like I almost feel like he wasn't before this. Like it was like I don't know, man. He did Ali.
0: That's he's down bad. That was, he's down that was bad, in bad for 2000. the two thousand. I like, know, but he's been down bad for fucking years. And then he keeps being like, all right, well, I'll make a few movies since everyone but wants a Blockbuster Will Smith. And then he's like, N- now I'm going to flex my dramatic. But
1: props. but it's so funny because, yeah, I just, and maybe, but like for the last like three years. This or one, at least he years, feels
0: like he's trying to be more casual about it. Like he's like the three most key approach. He's been this.
1: like a TikToker. And I just remember being like, like yeah, it wasn't correct. like he was like, I'm going to be a filmmaker again. I and mean, he was like, like doing like fitness videos and he like wrote a book. And then he he's, EP on that. He did that a Quibi show that reboot. never came out? Yeah. Uh, he did a song with What's His Face?
0: What's His it's Face? It's a song about
1: Will Smith.
0: Oh, 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 Joiner Lucas. Joiner yes. Lucas. Um, What's His Face?
1: So I was like. The last, like, I was like, maybe Will Smith is just kind of stopped being an actor. Maybe he's just, like, wants to be an influencer now. And then they were like, actually, a movie he's in is going to be nominated for Best Picture. I was like, whoa.
0: Did you see the crazy interview he did where he was like, I'm doing a lot of ayahuasca now? And oh, did yeah. Did you see that interview? Yeah, that was kind of nuts. He did that this year, too. And look. Uh, did you see Drive My Car? Are you going to watch Drive My Car?
1: I have not watched Drive My Car, no. I, I need to I'm watch intrigued. a lot of these movies still.
0: They're going everyone's on in different theaters. saying right good things. I love Haruki Murakami. Uh, so I'm, I'm very, very intrigued. It's very crazy that they made a three-hour movie out of a short story, but that kind of shit happens.
1: I need to watch Dune. I need to watch. I still don't watch. Literally, the only ones I've seen are Don't Look Up and Belfast.
0: <laughs> Interesting. I need to watch Don't Look Up still. I really want to see Nightmare Alley. Uh, Power of the Dog. Everyone's saying great things about that. I want to check that out. Everybody uh, but Sam Elliott well the, honestly that made me want to check that out even more yeah what a fucking boomer what a fucking loser dame elliot please come on
1: <laughs> Sam elliot please come on please come on uh yeah i need to watch dune for sure Drive, and i was just waiting for all of these things to be on like streaming like drive my car is i think drive my car's on hbo, HBO now
0: oh uh, light nightmare alley's on hbo now tower dogs on netflix yeah. uh Pizza pizza's not out yet i think on streaming but uh it's a good movie saw it twice in theater. West Side
1: Story, I think, is out on streaming.
0: Yeah, that's on HBO as well, I think. It's on HBO and on Disney, I think. I think it's on both of them, weirdly, because of some weird Fox deal. Uh, but that's a really good movie.
1: Uh any other things specifically you want to talk about? Like any uh, other
0: I'm scrolling down like the actors and actresses. Uh, uh I think
1: it's interesting. J.K. Simmons got nominated best actor supporting role for being the Ricardos.
0: Who even is he? I didn't I, even realize he know. got nominated.
1: I don't I haven't watched that movie, but he wasn't I don't even think he was in the trailer. I was like weird. Um kind of nuts. Kind of nuts. Uh and then Kieran Hines from Belfast, also totally reasonable. I didn't
0: realize Kristen Dunce was in Power of the Dog until very, very recently. Actually, Blank Check just did an episode of Power of the Dog. They were doing all the Jane Campion movies. So that's oh, nice. been uh, fun to listen to. Uh but yeah, I didn't realize Kristen Dunce was in it until I was listening to that episode. I'm a delinquent too. who listens to the episodes without watching the movies. I'm a sicko. Mm-hmm. I'm a sick freak. Uh, he does it for our podcast, too. That's not true. I, <laughs> I watch every movie we talk about except for that one episode of Stranger Things that uh, I actually had watched, but it had been just like weeks before. Uh, uh, best Worst Person in the World got Best Screenplay or Best Original Screenplay nomination, too. That's interesting. Oh, kind of surprised yeah. they didn't nominate the lead actress, but they you know. You know, they, usually they'll throw fucking foreign films at the bone of screenplay mm-hmm. as opposed to giving them a uh, an acting or one of the big four nominations. So like, kind of a bummer, but I also kind of get. It.
1: I've heard the Hand of God is really good. I my brother got a screener for that, and I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. Like,
0: or even uh, who's the Hand of God. Uh,
1: International feature? It's an Italy, Italian film.
0: Okay. Well, I don't know if we even talked about it. I was so fucking happy to see that Flea got nominated for. Best documentary, yeah. Best animated am, feature and best international feature. Highly recommended. That was I have awesome not watched it. Probably the best but movie Everybody
1: tells me that it's like the fucking like it's the tits right now.
0: Danny, the emotional climax is set to "Veritas Quo" by Daft Punk. Okay, you gotta watch it. You have to. I literally fucking cried in the theater when that part happened.
1: And and I love, by the way, that they let an animated movie be documentary. Like I, I well, they had
0: to. They, they literally, I literally watched the movie. I'm like they're gonna shaft this movie there's no way it's gonna get nominated in all three of these categories even though it fucking deserves to be nominated in each of these categories and i'm so fucking like one of the cooler things i feel like the oscars have done just since i've been following them i i thought it was really really cool they did that because i think it absolutely deserves the spot in each one of those categories
1: uh yeah okay i don't think i've got any more i mean i feel like I don't have much to talk on most of these. I I haven't watched mm-hmm. enough to give an opinion, honestly. Uh, I think at film editing, don't look up, silly. Uh,
0: but whatever. any movie that's over two hours probably shouldn't be nominated for that. No, probably not. But anyway, you ready to wrap anyway. up? Anyway,
1: yeah, let's wrap up. All right, everybody.
0: Thank oh, you so Cyrano much. Oh, Cyrano got nominated. That's kind of crazy, right? What did? That Cyrano de Bergerac movie that has a little oh, music really? by the Mountain Goats. For what? Yeah, I got costume design. I don't think it got a song nomination, though. Okay. Interesting. But costume design. Anyway, you like thank goats? you so Were you gonna much, watch that out? <laughs> oh, oh, Well, he's, another episode he's playing of me off. T- I'm t- getting t- the t- fucking hook right episode now. Another the Kino Corral. Yeah.
1: Uh, right. <laughs> uh, Ian is standing in the background. Tell Ian I
0: said Hi. I'll do it when we stop.
1: No, I want you to get it on record. Get it on record that I told Ian.
0: Get it on record. Absolutely not. Ian!
1: Absolutely
0: not. Ian! You cannot do it. You're Ian! in my ear. You're in an air. I'm gonna pod call
1: right
0: him. Now. That's this is dumb, and I'm going to I'm bye. Thank you for listening. That's to fine. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna keep hey, that's fine. We're gonna call him here on the podcast. He's busy. He's doing stuff right now. He's trying
0: to film something today. Oh. <laughs> stop that right now. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Alright, All right. thanks everybody for listening. Here. Okay, I'm
1: girls. <laughs>